Welcome, travelers. I'm Josh. I'm Glenn. And I'm Lee Wanika. And this is Tabletop Journeys, where we will be your humble guides on the quest to RPG adventures. Here at Tabletop Journeys, we are all devoted role players and storytellers at heart, and we absolutely love sharing our passion with you. In our main podcast episodes, we discuss D&D 5e's core rules and ever-expanding content, while also showcasing other RPG systems and bringing you fresh, new projects from indie content creators. Let us help you get the most out of your story, no matter what game world you're playing in, because detailed settings, heroic characters, vibrant NPCs, and a focus on story over rules can make any campaign legendary. Welcome, everybody, to tonight's Class Warfare episode. Gentlemen, good evening, and welcome, Mike, from 19 Hits of the Dragon. Very excited for the scenario that you've got rolled up tonight. Mike, how are you doing, sir? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again. It's always great to join y'all. Always. You know, it has been way too long since we have thrown dice together, so that's a, this is a perfect excuse for such. I agree. Uh, so let's give a little bit of overview on what we're doing tonight. So tonight's class warfare is going to feature the artificer class. And so it's uh, Eberron Glenn, month. It's mm-hmm. Eberron month. That's right. So Glenn, Liwanika, and I have all rolled up artificers. Uh, and Mike, who we found out from our previous episode, runs an Eberron campaign. Yes, is, I do. Has put together a scenario for us. So this is going to be a uh, this is going to be a good time, I think. So yeah, let's uh, let's dive in. So let's start first by let's let's go over who we're playing tonight. Since Liwanika's on mute, uh, Glenn. I'll let you go first. Who are you playing tonight? Hi, my name's Sprocket. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> my full name is Flubalaxium, Tenderflux, Sprocketophilus, Crimpernip, Wait Don't, Singe whisker, Whiskers, Makel First. But most people, <laughs> especially the short-minded, they just call me Sprocket. I am an armor artificer, and I am accompanied by my beautiful robotic companion, Dolores. And we are definitely in the wrong spot. We thought we were coming to an artificer convention, and this does not look like the place we were supposed to be. <laughs> so this is going to be very interesting because when I drew up my character, I also drew up an armor. I thought that you drew up a battle ma- a, 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 a battle a battleist. I knew that uh, Liwanika had an artillerist. Artillerist is what I originally had Sprocket as, and then when uh, Liwanika went artillerist, I switched to armor. It's the next one that cool. made the most sense for him. I thought right. I said that, but. That's it's entirely possible that you did. When I looked at the campaign, I thought I I picked the wrong one. <laughs> That's all right. This will be this will be even more fun. That explains why we both have homunculi. Actually, I think. <laughs> right. Well, any artificer can have a homunculus. Yeah. I just also happen to have a steel defender. I like it. Oh, so no, that's a that's the, not the armor, but the. You're right. Armor. I'm. Okay, you do have a battlesmith. Okay. Battlesmith. Yes. I have a battlesmith. Like you just said the name of it and it was already gone from my head. But yes. I'm used to playing the one that Lee Winnick is playing. 
and I got confused about the names a little bit, but I'm playing a metalsmith, actually. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Everyone gets everything about wrong, uh, everything about D&D wrong all the time, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I recently <laughs> yeah. actually went to some night classes and had to change my career, and things got mm. really confused, and for a little while I was doing both jobs. <laughs> the, the Community College of Candlekeep. You know, because the running joke there, Mike, of course, that's Sprocket is a character from our Candlekeep actual play from ah, okay. a year ago. Mm-hmm. So that's when Sprocket was first introduced when, as a, when he came to Candlekeep. All right, Mr. Miller, how about you, sir? What are you playing this evening? I am playing the artillerist Toman Doth de Caneth. I have the dragon mark of House Caneth, and I am an artillerist who loves his Eldritch Cannon and is intending to use them to great use. Excellent. All right. And I am playing the Fire Genasi armorer named Fossil Stone. Um, also, fire genasi. That's hot. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's hot. She's hot. <laughs> she's a little hot under the collar. So, and the other in thing, many um, senses of the word. Many senses of the word. Exactly. We are rolling these these are artificers at level twelve and randomly generated. Randomly generated the level anyway. But yeah. And so as a result, they get two magic items. They get an uncommon and a rare for being tier three. Do you gentlemen remember what you gave your people? Artificers. That's what they're called. Uh, Bear with me one moment. Yep. All right. Well, if sure, you don't, well, you, well, because as out. artificers, you just you can make magic items for yourself, which well, is fair. So. Yeah, exactly. I did take one very intentionally, and depending on the rule of the one holding the DM dice this evening, I can certainly drop <laughs> one, but I definitely want to keep my headband of intellect because the headband of intellect basically gives me a standing intelligence of nineteen. Yeah, so. and the way I see it, part of the armor or part of the artificer class is the infusions, which you can make magic items with. Yep, so I'm exactly. perfectly fine with you doing that because it's part of the class. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing is that I did also, and I'm assuming that this is okay. Also, I have preset some of my infusions. So yeah, um, that's, uh, I fully expected that. Yeah. I have given myself, I have resistant armor on my scale mail and I have a helm of awareness, which basically just gives me advantage on initiative checks. Okay. My only magic item beyond the ones that I've created for myself is a couple of years back. I happened to cross a cloak of displacement in a dungeon somewhere along the way, which is a rare item. So I did only take one, but it is pretty hot because it means that pretty much everything has a disadvantage to hit me and Mealy. <laughs> nice. And then uh, for my artificer infusions, I suppose I've got a couple of more going on there. I've got repulsion shield and enhanced defense on my armor and enhanced weapon on my weapon and enhanced awareness on my helm and a spell storing item that has 10 charges of cure light wounds at second level in it. Nice. Excellent. All right. So I went with something that has served me well in the past. I went with adamantine scale mail as my uncommon. And you said we get another uncommon, like two uncommons. Is that correct? I took an uncommon and a race. I also okay. have a mace of smiting. And that's the one that if I can't keep the mace, I can certainly drop it. It's only like a plus one. So that's, you know, unless I'm attacking constructs, which I figured ever on, I want a mace of smiting, but that's, but I'm happy <laughs> to drop that at the judgment of the one running the table. I'll, I'll let you guys have what whatever you got. It's fine. Actually, whatever. I've designed an encounter that's going to crush you. <laughs> you told me to make something that was potentially deadly so i did exactly that okay. edge of deadly, edge of hard to de- border at ed, ed, just over the edge of deadly yeah from hard that's yeah. the goal yeah yeah right. so in that case and if you with- want subtly into deadly that's okay we've done it a couple of times now yeah we have it's true yeah we have in that case i'm gonna stick with my adamantine scale mail and i will add a ring of protection good call that seems like a good bet 
Excellent. All right, Mike. So I have downloaded the tokens that you loaded into our shared Google Drive, but I have not opened it yet. I'm opening okay. it now while for you it. say... Yeah, so the scenario that we have tonight is that our artificers have come together working for the House of Passage, who oversees a lot of the movement within Eberron. They also run the the lightning rail that is the train that runs across Eberron. However, there is a section of the lightning rail that is out of use at the moment because it goes into the Mornland. And you all are on a trip, we'll say, contracted by this house to repair the lightning rail that is going into the Mornland. You've probably been here a couple of days going in, repairing the plinths that stand and connect the rail to itself or to each other, when suddenly and out of the mist, uh, a hulking construct walks forward on its back is another warforged looking creature with many blades adorning his body and a big large bladed weapon in his hand oh shit (laughs) oopsie alongside him are a few other warforged that look like they are pretty well armed as well standing guard we'll say the Lord of Blades, you all have maybe heard some stories about him, instructs the gigantic Warforged Titan that he is riding to crush one of the standing stones that makes up the lightning rail. He brings down his large axed hand and smashes it to bits. And he holds up his many-bladed weapon and says, you all will go no further. This land belongs to us now. Die. Okay, so how... It's just not friendly. I'm just saying. <laughs> so you is, is, yourself. is the Titan... Are all, uh, what size are these creatures? So I can go ahead and make it, get their Titan. So the Titan is huge. So it's a big guy. So it's what, 15? Yeah. Cool. And where would you like them to be? Put it on the other side of that stone that kind of looks broken. No, the one on the far right. Oh, this one here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, And then the Lord of Blades can be on his back. And then what about the other Warforged? Yeah, put him off to the side somewhere over there. There is fine. Yeah. And is there just one of him or multiple of him? There are three of them, in fact. So they can fan out around the Titan. Okie dokie. So... A total of five baddies. Cool. I guess we start. We roll initiative yeah, let's and start roll round initiative. one. All right. That is a modified 20 for me. Okay. I have a modified 22. Nice. Modified 20 as well. Are what is your the word dirty on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not voting it. What's your dexterity? 20. Yeah. Sprocket, what's your what's your uh, what's your dexterity? My dexterity is fourteen. Cool. So you will go before I. So sorry, real quick. I'm. Yep. I was rolling initiative for myself as well. Yeah, no worries. So we had Josh. What was yours? I have a modified twenty with a dexterity of twelve. So I will 20? go third out of the three of us. Okay. And then it was a twenty-two, uh, twenty for Glenn, and then a twenty-two for. Leonika? Uh, yep. For Coleman. Yep. Great. Okay. And Leonika, what was your dexterity modifier again? 
Dex modifier is plus three. Plus three. Okay, great. Okay. Right. Luckily for you all, I rolled kind of crap initiative, Thank except you. for the Lord of Blades, who is going to go right after Lee. Okay. But Lee goes first. Yeah, Lee Wanika, you are up. All right. So all right. First Round thing, one. Round one. First thing I'm going to do is create that Eldritch Cannon, because clearly he, we're being threatened. And I am going to go with the Force Ballista. Yep, I already gave you a. I already gave you a, a token for it. Right. And I, I knew where you were going with that. And let's see, I, I can create this, and I just need to see how far away from me it has to be within five feet of me. Yep. Okay, I'm, so, I'm going to move it or create it five feet in front of me, so it's ahead of me. Yep. And and then it can move. It's got 15 feet and fire as my bonus action. So it's going to go 15 feet. Okay. And let's see. So I can get a good shot off. We're going to go 5, 10, 15. That's pretty far distance. I don't think it can shoot that far. Let's see. What is it? It is. You are 150 feet from the Titan, uh, 155 from the Lord of Blades. And Lord of cover. So the range is only 15 feet, so it's not no. firing what? just yet. <laughs> not just yet. Not really? Yeah. In that case, I'm going to have to rely on something with a bit more distance. So it moved. I'm going to move 30 feet. Uh, for the Force Ballista uh, can fire at a creature within 120 feet. Oh, okay. 120. Okay, yeah. It's the flamethrower. That's a 15-foot cone. You're still not close enough, but yeah, not quite. Yeah. So I think I am still too far away. I don't think I have something that can go that far. Uh, oh wait, maybe that's not true because I think I took something just for this particular instance. Let me double check my feet. Long range does not improve, but I did not get sniper. So no, I'm not hitting with that. In that case. I'm going to take out my weapon and just fire my weapon at uh, the Titan. I'm going to just try to whittle this thing down. Okay. And that's a 25 to hit. That will hit. Okay, good to know. And that's 11 damage. 11 damage. All right. Nice. Cool. You will take a small little chunk off of one of its shoulder pieces. Yeah, I, um, I wouldn't imagine that'd be very much. <laughs> is that the end of your turn then? Yeah, that's it for me. All right. With that then, the Lord of Blades is going to move his weapon out, directed at all of you and said, I said, flee! And launch a Scorching Ray. He's going to upcast it so that he gets two shots at each of you, actually. Fabulous. Nice. nice. So we'll just go around the table here. First, Josh. First hit is 20 total. That'll hit. Okay. Second shot mm -hmm. is a 22. So that'll, that'll hit you also twice. Hit, yeah. So let's just go ahead and roll damage for that there. So that's... And I have resistance to fire damage. Oh, yeah. You are, in fact, a fire genasi. So that makes sense. Um... <laughs> So let's yeah. see, that's going to be six, nine, 
I'm just checking out Scorching Ray real quick here. Yeah, so it's just the 2d6. So that's nine fire damage reduced to four, I guess. Four. And then Glenn, we got two shots coming your way. Both the First is a 15. Second is a natural one. So both would miss me anyway, but yeah, big uh, cloak of displacement is all attacks, not just melee. Is ah, okay. So yeah, I guess that's track. disadvantage on that. So that would be a natural one on the first strike. Cool. And then I'll roll disadvantage on a second attack uh, for a 19. Does not hit. Does not hit. Okay. So the way that we traditionally roll, if you roll a natural one for the rest of this turn, any mm. roll you make is at disadvantage. Ah, okay. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. And considering that you're in the Mornland, things are wacky and wild there anyway. So that, cool. that makes sense. All right. And then he's got two shots at Liwanika, I guess also at disadvantage. So that's a 16. 16 will not hit me. Okay. If a 16 doesn't, then a 14 certainly also misses. All right. Talk to me about the pylons and this electric arc coming off the front of the train. If we're actively repairing, is it running? Mm -hmm. Are those, is it safe to stand behind there? Can I use that as cover? Yeah. Great question. So the electricity that runs between the stones is active for the two stones that are immediately in front of the train. The third one that empty space there's no electricity being there and i would say it is not safe to hide behind or where there is electricity as okay. it's arcing between the stones and the train uses that arc of lightning as a rail which is where the term lightning rail comes from the train sort of right. glides on that so Sprocket's going to move up along the lightning rail, hoping that at least cuts fields of fire. And from there, he's going to shoot. He's going to fire his fire bolt. Okay. And one of the soldiers down here, the closest one out. Okay. Hoping Go to let's focus on one and cut the number of people. Ooh, natural 20, 29. Ooh, yeah. Nice. That's a good way to start. D&D mm -hmm. Beyond does not usually do me good like that. <laughs> okay, so that's 3d10 maxed for 30 plus a roll of 3d10. All right. And somehow on 3d10, I rolled freaking five. A one and two twos. Oh, no. Yeah, so 35. Luckily, you had the maxed out 30 there. So that is more than enough, actually, to take him down. So that particular soldier just goes bye-bye. Which one did you uh, did you attach? Uh, this the first one, one that's here, I think. Oh, Our circle. Right. Uh, there he is. Got that's yeah. the one. Yep. Not that's the okay. one. All right. Pointer. Cool. That's the one. Good. And then it is Josh's turn. Okay. Awesome. Uh, actually, right after my oh, Yeah, turn? sorry. You, yeah, I should have asked if it was the end of your turn. My bad. My steel defender axe right after me. And... Dolores. <laughs> Dolores, by the way, is 100% a reference to the half mannequin, the crazy kid drags back from the future in the Umbrella Academy. Ah, nice. yep. Okay. Five. I was trying to place place the reference. Nice. Yeah. Thank nice. you. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and Sprocket uses Dolores for half cover. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right. Cool. I'm going to run up a little bit. I'm going to get next to Sprocket. So let's see. 10, 20, 35. 
Watch up, Sprocket. And then let's see how far away. Hey there, Fossil Stone. I liked your idea. Uh, boy, they well, of course you did. I'm very smart. There. You know what? It's long range, but it'll be fine. I am going to the armor that they're wearing. So they're wearing like scale mail. They uh, start to channel some of the energy from the electric realm, the electric rail to their left, and starts to like blue lightning bolts start to appear in in the armor and fossil stone clenches their fists and a column of blue energy from their infiltrator armor lightning launcher fires out at the other warforge let's see they will attack this will be at long range but that'll be a 24. oh yeah that'll definitely hit yeah cool and for seven points of lightning damage Seven. Okay. And let's see, since I hit it with a round, I'm actually going to take once on each of my turns when I hit a creature with it, I can deal an extra D6. Okay. So I have three additional points of damage. All right. Okay. And did that seem to, did that seem to, did it not like that? The same as any other creature would not like yeah. getting hit by a bolt of lightning. Cool. Certainly. Yeah, cool. Then, then I will take my second attack and I will do the same thing. Let's see. That's an 18 to hit. That will hit as well. Okay. And that will be for five points of damage. Five more. All right. Cool. So that uh, those are my two attacks. Not going to pull out any bonus actions. Not going to pull out any reactions for now. Yep, that's fine. That's fine for now. And then, let's see, for my little homunculus, let's see. I think with a bonus action, I can move him, I think. Immediately after mine, I can move it and use its reaction on its own, but the only action I can take is a dog action unless I use a bonus action to command it to take another action. Nope, I'm not going to command it to do anything else, but I am going to have it move up next to me. Let's see has doesn't say how much movement it has that's let's see oh there it is it flies for 20 feet and that's good to know okay but it's not going to fly for right now it's going to move so 10 20 30 and it's going to it instead is taking half cover from me instead of instead of a sprocket there which is taking half cover behind dolores and that that is my turn excellent at the end of your turn the lord of blades is going (laughs) to point his finger at uh let's see who's up front at uh dolores and cast a cantrip, a uh, firebolt at Dolores for a 14. A 14 does not hit Dolores. Okay. Yes. Rolling kind of crappy tonight, so we'll see how this goes. It only missed um, by one. <laughs> yeah. All right. That is that is his legendary action there. And with that, the soldier that's over here is going to do some moving. Oh, why can't I? Okay. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's actually just going to dash on his turn. Get to about here. Uh, this guy that is injured is going to do the same thing. 5, 10, 15, 30. 30. And they'll both in their very robotic forces say, you have been commanded to go home. Leave this place. It is ours. And they point their swords at you all. Excellent. Yeah. Then, let's see. So the Titan with the Lord of Blades on its back is going to dash up to you all. <laughs> That's terrifying. Yep. 
Jeez. <laughs> oh, shoot. Well, I guess I don't have to get any closer. Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Yes, they took care of that problem for you, then, didn't they? Yeah. And at the end of his turn, the Lord of Blades is going to point down at Liwanika's character and cast a firebolt at you. Again, for a 14. That will miss. It's just going to sit over there for a little while. I'm out. <laughs> um, and that brings us to the top of the round, actually. And Liwanika, nice. it is your turn. Round right. two. Excellent. We survived a round. <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. Right. We'll, we'll see if we make it to round three. I know. Tillman is going to maneuver to this position, seeking some kind of partial cover. And as a bonus action, the Eldritch Cannon is going to move there. I think that's 15. Eldritch Cannon is going to fire... at the Titan. Okay. Because he's in way too close. <laughs> and me no likey that. <laughs> fair. That is a fair reaction. Yeah. The Titan gets a dex save. A dexterity saving throw for the Titan. What is its dex score? Hopefully not great. Hopefully not great. It is not great. It is a minus one, actually, so. Excellent. That's painful. Good call on the button. And it rolls a five on the die for a four. Nice. Excellent. That's going to be 18 points of damage. Ooh, nice. Spicy. And that's force damage. If that force makes damage. Okay. Thank you for clarifying. Then I'm going to go with a fire bolt at the Titan. Okay. And I'm going to miss soundly with a 10. Mm, yep, <laughs> big miss. <laughs> and uh, with that, I'm going to stay in my uh, covered position. Uh, would you be affording me half cover or full cover where I'm uh, at? Yeah, I'll say you have any. You have half cover from any range attacks that might happen right now. Sure. Okay. Yep. Makes Excellent. Sense. And just to add a little Aberon Mornland flavor, when you duck behind this tree, you actually see the face of a fallen soldier headed or maybe coming out of the side of the tree in a screaming with a scream on its face. Excellent. Yeah. That's super creepy. Yeah. And at the end of your turn. The Lord of Blades is going to hop down and he can move up to his speed, which is 30 feet, I think. Oh, he actually has 40 feet as well. Excellent. That's not excellent. That's not. He's going to get right in y'all's face. Yeah. And take an attack with his six blade, as what it is called, the large many bladed weapon that's in his hands. And that's going to be at uh, Josh's character. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Does a 19 hit you? It My sure steel does, defender yeah. uses its reaction. Okay. Reflect attack for any creature within five feet of it, causing disadvantage on the roll. All right. Good thing you did that, because that is a 14. Yes. 
Nicely done. So that was its legendary action. Now with its actual action, it is going to make some more attacks with that thing. Yeah, yeah. Once again to Josh. Yep. Because now he's mad that he um, for a seventeen to hit. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. So. And some force damage on top of that as well. All right. So that's six, seven, ten, eleven, twelve slashing damage and nine force damage. Twelve slashing and nine force? Yep. It will also make an attack at Sprocket. Ooh. Advantage. Correct, because you've got the clover displacement. So that's a 12 to hit, which will miss. And with that, then he will... So, as I mentioned, he's covered in blades, right? So he's taken two swings at you guys with this adamantine six blade in his hands. He's also going to turn down and put a shoulder towards you there, Sprocket, and try and hit you with his bladed wing again at disadvantage that's not nice. a 20 a 20. a 20 yes. does not hit me all right Oof. so it probably like hits again crashes against your armor but doesn't do any damage to you 22. all right and then it is your turn in fact those are sharp you should be careful you could put somebody's eye out that's the idea and then Sprocket's going to lay into him with his Warhammer. See how you like it. 17. Miss. Second attack. 27. That will hit. For 8. Plus, I'll give him an Arcane Jolt just because he's being uppity. <laughs> and he can have 2d6 for oh, 12. 2D6. I rolled okay. 2d6s, so 20. 20 damage total on right. Spicy indeed. Is that the end of your turn? Or is Dolores doing anything? On Dolores' turn, Sprocket will use his bonus action to tell Dolores to try to rend him. Okay. She only gets a 14, so. That's going to miss. And she will stay exactly where she is. Okay. Josh. So that concludes Sprocket's turn. Great, Josh. Okay. So Fossil Stone is is all about going toe to toe with this thing. She does not seem scared, even though he took twenty five percent of her hit points in one shot. But that's okay. <laughs> she dual wields maces. Nice. She will. She gets two attacks per action, so that's four mace shots coming at him. Let's. We'll start with the. Let's see. Do first one is a twelve. I'm assuming that's going to miss. That'll miss for sure. Yeah. Second one is a twenty-six. That's a natural twenty. Ooh, yeah. That's a yeah. crit. Well, yeah, and that crits yep. for sure. So, yep. So let's see here. What is that? That is. Let's see. So it's eight plus another six. So fourteen. Fourteen points. That's non-magical bludgeoning, bludgeoning damage. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, so that was my first attack. My second attack now is again another double with the maces. That's a sixteen to hit. 16 will miss. Will miss. Okay. And then the last one is a 25. Hit you 25 with the will hit. Yeah. Not the magical one. Yeah. That's okay. And another eight points of damage. 
eight more. All right. Yep. I think that is that is all I will do for now. Okay. Yeah, that is all that I will do for now. All right. So with that, it is the soldier's turn. So let's see. 25. Actually, we'll put him. Since he's not in range for Lee, he is going to hurl a javelin at Josh's character. Cool. For a 19. Yeah, that'll That does five points of piercing damage. Rock on. That's fine. And he only gets one of those, so that's his turn. And the other, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 19, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's charging towards Mon. But yeah, that's his turn to charge. So he doesn't quite get get there, but he's coming your way, Tom. And then we are on to the Titan. I got a little something for him. And the Titan is going to move up here next to the Lord of Blades. And going to smash it. So he's got one arm has got a big axe on it and the other is a big hammer. So he's just going to pound down on top of fossil stone. And maybe the homunculi as well. We'll see if I'm feeling extra spicy. Against fossil stone with the axe, that is, how do you do math again? That's a 16. Oh, just barely hits, yep. Yeah, nice. No, it's not. That's not nice. Oh, it's very nice. It's very nice. And okay, you are not prone, so you don't get that effect on you there. Oh, you should have done the hand with this first. Oh, well. We'll remember for next time. So that is 10, 13, 19 slashing damage from you from the axe. I am bloodied. Okay. He's going to bring the hammer down on you as well. That's not good. <laughs> For a natural one. Actually, um, so slashes is real good. Tries to yeah. bring the hammer down and just crashes into the ground right in front of you. Excellent. Excellent. And not very happy about that. Okay. These dice tonight. Atoman. Seeing this calamity, I am <laughs> going to cast Windwall. Okay. And it is 15 foot high. It is one foot thick and 50 feet long, and it's going to start here, go to there, and then go to here. Couldn't see any of that. Did you click to the pointer? Oh, you drew. Ah, okay. Yeah. There we go. All right. Everything in that section now must make a strength DC versus 16. Okay. So we'll start with the Lord of Blades strength saving throw. Yes. He gets a 29, so I'm assuming that's fine. That will pass, but it is a save for half damage. Okay. The Warforged Titan will also make a save that is a total of 20. Okay. That's and a then save for half. that soldier. What's his strength bonus? Is a plus three, so that's a 17. So they will they will both save and but they will take three d eight or half damage for three d eight, which is not a lot. It's a eight damage full, so they take four points of damage. That hits all three. Okay. That is in effect for duration lasting one minute. Okay. 
So anything that hits goes through that wall has to make those saves. Okay. What if they stay in that wall? Then they can they make that save every round, I would assume. The spell actually just says you can create it in it. It doesn't stop you from passing through, I guess. But but gaseous things cannot go through. And you cannot shoot missile weapons through it. However, missile weapons can be lobbed and ranged weapons can be lobbed over. Okay. So that's that for this round. And that was wind wall is the spell? Yes. I'm just checking on the continuing effect. It's a concentration spell. And then we're then going to move one, two, three. And the Force Ballista is going to fire again at... Actually, I'm going to change gears. I'm going to fire at the soldier that's in the wall. With the idea being, end the volume of threats. (laughs) Yeah, that'd be nice. (laughs) That's a dex save, by the way, for the Uh, soldier. Dexterity Uh, saving throw. My bad. It's a natural one. Excellent. I'm just going to burn all of these guys. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. just going to well, melt while, them all down. While you're burning them, make sure that the soldier eats his 10 points of force damage. 10 yeah. points of force damage. All right. Yeah. yeah, both of the soldiers are looking pretty rough right now, but they're hanging in there. Right. And, and then it, I'm moving back a little. They moved up, so I don't need to move closer. Okay. Good deal. That's my turn. Yep. All right. Let's see. <laughs> the Lord of Blades is going to, at the end of your turn, he's going to use one of his legendary actions to cast Thunderwave. Kind of directly in front of him. I can draw it out here. So it's a 15 foot cube and he just has to be touching it. Yep. You can catch all four of us. So let's, right. Yeah, he just has to be touching it on a side, basically. Yep. Okay. And I don't want to hit the Titan with it. Although, right. nah, I'll miss him. So I'm just going to get you two with that. So that is a <laughs> constitution saving throw. And he's going to cast that at second level. Cool. That's going to be 3d8. And uh, yeah, constitution saving throw, DC 18 for you both. For that's 20, that's 25 for me. Yep. Okay. Eight. Right. <clears throat> so 10, 14 damage to Sprocket, and 7 damage then to Fossil Stone. Okay. Cool. Then, on his turn, he's going to swing his big old blade around a little bit more. Wait, so did he do that as a legendary action? That was a legendary action. Yeah. So then for his actual turn, he is going to use his adamantine six blade first on an attack against fossil stone. Naturally. Yep. For a 20. Yeah. Steel defender does deflect attack to turn it into a disadvantage. Also a 20. Okay. Damn. Try it, buddy. (laughs) Was it two natural 20s or a dirty 20? It's a dirty 20. Okay. Shoo. That's brutal and stuff. Eight, 13, 14, 19 slashing damage. Oh. And 
force damage. Oh. Then so he's going to I do attack. not look good. <laughs> well, good. He is then going to attack Sprocket at disadvantage for a 17. Does not hit. He will try again with his bladed wing. Oh, but he has disadvantage. So that is actually a 21. Does not hit. One of these days, I'm going to roll higher than a 10, and then you we're get, all going to be dead. I got to get one <laughs> number higher than that. Wow. Mike, rock and half plate. Mike, what you're saying is 19 not only hits the dragon, but it also touches up the artificer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does, in fact. And with that, then, awesome. Sprocket, it is awesome. your turn. All right. So for Sprocket's turn, 5, 10, 15, 20, because that Titan's got to have more than one thing to hit. And Sprocket's going to make his first hammer attack against the Titan. Okay. Because he's thinking that it's going to be easier to hit. But he rolls a natural one. So. Big whiff. Going to try hitting him again at disadvantage. 18. 18 will miss. Okay, and then he's going to use his bonus action to cast Sanctuary on Josh. Awesome. Yep. Right. Okay. So Sanctuary. So it's a, if he wants to hit him, it's a wisdom saving throw. If anything wants to hit him, I think. Yeah. Anything that wants to target you for the next minute has to make a wisdom saving throw versus my 17, or they can't. They have to pick somebody else. Yep. Okay. I like it. I appreciate that. And Dolores cannot attack because I used my bonus action. Yep. So my turn is over. Okay. At the end of your turn, the Lord of Blades is going to turn around and swipe at you with his six blade. But he has disadvantage, so that's a 15. That will miss. Yeah, it will. So on the Lord of Blades' turn, or is it on my turn that they have to take the wind damage? So I looked up the spell, actually, and it doesn't say anything about continuing or starting your turn there. It only says when you when the wall appears, each creature okay. in the area makes the saving throw or takes damage. Okay. So there's no continuing effect for staying in the area. Except for the, uh, except for the missiles. The missiles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's no yep. continuing damage, I should say. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But uh, that's disappointing. Yeah. Then Fossil Stone. It is your right. Turn. Okay. Cool. So, first things first, I'm actually going to do my bonus action first. Uh, my homunculi is going to jump on my shoulder and I'm going to use its channel spell ability to cast Cure Wounds. Okay. Cast Cure Wounds on me. D8 plus my spell modifier, which is intelligence. So, that's D8 plus four. So, that will be a lovely seven points of damage restored. I'll take it. So that's my bonus action. And then with my main action, I am going to, let's see, can I get all y'all in one 15 foot sphere? I, uh, no, because the Titan's too big, isn't he? Okay. He's a big guy. All right. That's fine. I am going to cast Shatter, and it's only a 10-foot sphere anyway, so that's fine. So I'm going to cast Shatter, and I'm going to cast it over here. Uh, I want a 10-foot sphere. There we go. But I don't want it there. I want it... No, I can't move it. That's a bummer. You want it to hit the Titan and the soldier behind it? And the soldier down below, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
So we're going to do it. Yeah, so, so if I do like that, there we go. Like that. So I'm going to cast Shatter right there. Shatter, and I'm going to cast it at third level. A sudden loud ringing noise, painfully intense, erupts from point of your choice within range, right behind the Titan there. Each creature in a 10-foot radius centered on that point must make a constitution save, and their save is going to be 16. So first for the Titan, he gets a 19, unnaturally. And then for the soldier, uh, that is a 14. So he'll take full damage. And the Titan, because he's made of inorganic material, gets disadvantage on that save. Okay. I guess they both have disadvantage technically since they're forge. Fair enough. So we'll roll again for the Titan, so he had a 19 previously. That's even better. That's a 20. Okay, then fine. Okay, cool. So that'll be a 48, and I believe that it is half as much damage on a successful save. So the, let's see. The total amount of damage is it's 13 thunder damage to the soldier, and so six to the Titan. Yeah, that soldier is pretty badly hurt. He looks like he's about he's to fall apart. Crazy. So. Okay, so I've already used my bonus action. That's my main action. Okay, as a reaction, he, Fossil Stone wears a ring, like a signet ring on her left hand that suddenly glows with a with a red bout of energy, and they regain the third level spell slot that they just used to go ahead and cast okay. Chatter. So. Good deal. At the end of your turn, the Lord of Blades will use his... Third legendary action to try and hit Fossil Stone, or sorry, Rocket, again. Since he's been <laughs> whiffing this whole time, he's pretty upset about it. And a 20 does not hit. <laughs> I'm a spy little bastard. Sorry. I guess so. Jeez. And still, damn it. And with Aim that, better. It is the this guy's turn. <laughs> so he'll move up. To your force ballista and try and smash it with his the sword that he's got attached to his arm. He's gonna make two attacks. First one's a natural one. Great, that dice is going away as well. <laughs> Man, you are not like I'm just I said this was gonna be a deadly encounter, and now I'm just whipping <laughs> left and right. Wow. And yeah, that's also probably going to miss for a seven. Yes, that will miss because the AC is 18. Yeah, cool. That guy misses. The other soldier, Warforge guy, he doesn't want to go through that wind wall, so he's going to come up here on the other side of Sprocket and try and attack. Or also a seven, so that will miss. Oh, look, I'm surrounded. Yeah, yes you are. At that point, the Titan is going to... Hmm, he's going to initially try to keep hammering away at the Fossil Stone, but he's got to make a Wisdom saving throw first for a 13, which fails. So he's instead going to try and smash the little friend there. So that is... He will try with his axe hand. And miss again for a 12. Jeez, I'm just rolling total garbage here, guys. So many dice I'm going through tonight. That's the end of his turn, and we are back to Toma. Cool. Okay. Round Bo- what? Round four? Yeah. We are in round four now. Yes. Cool. Yeah. All right. So bonus action. Actually, no. I'm going to do it this way. Round four. Toman's going to move up. 
He's going to fire the light crossbow at the soldier. All right. This is infused, by the way. That's an 18 to hit. That'll hit. That's an 11 to damage. Yeah, that is enough to crumple him to pieces. Excellent. Which one? The one attacking this guy here? Yeah, the one attacking the force bliss. Cool. And then... He's going to fire on the Lord of Blades. Okay. DC 16. Or deck save 16, rather. Versus 16. All right. That is a failure for a seven. And that first bliss is going to drop a whopping game on the Lord of Blades. Okay. Okay. Got it. And I moved 15, so I'm going to finish up my movement. I'm moving there. And that's my turn. So Lord of Blades is next. He is going to cast haste on himself as his action. Uh, And with his haste action, he's going to take a swipe at Sprocket. There we go. So even with disadvantage, that is a 27 to hit. That will hit. Yeah. Finally. About time. I disagree. Uh, and of course, rolls just garbage damage. So that is six, seven, eight, 13 damage slashing, and six force damage on top of that. So 16 total? 18 total? 14 and six? Uh, yeah, 14 and six. So 20 total. Can Dolores take your hit, Sprocket? No, she can only impose disadvantage, which was already on the attack. Oh, yeah. Dominantly uses that ability on you. Out the end of his turn. So it's Rocket's reaction, he's going to use Repulsion Shield. Okay. And push the Lord of Blades 15 feet, 10, 15 into the lightning. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nice. Does he get any sort of save on that? Nope. Straight up Repulsion Shield. While holding this shield, the wielder can use it. This is an artificer infusion, by the way. The wielder can use a reaction immediately after being hit by a melee attack to expend one of the shield's charges and push the attacker up to 15 feet away. Okay. Okay. So I hadn't thought of any damage for that. So I'm yeah. going to say 3d10 probably sounds fair. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Not going to argue. That's as long as it's him, not us. Yeah. <laughs> I heard him on my reaction. I'm not going to argue. That is the end of his turn as well. So it's. Your I told turn you that now. hurts. And that's not nice. Okay. So he, he gets uh, jolted a little bit from that. Team What are you doing with your trainer's pocket? That was just my reaction to him hitting me. Yeah, oh, but oh, it's your oh, turn. And now it's my turn. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, right, so Sprocket's <laughs> going to hit the soldier behind him with his hammer. Okay. He hopes. A 16. 
16 will just hit. Nice. So that is going to do eight damage. Eight. And I eight. am going to use another use of Arcane Jolt, but not to hurt him. Instead, to use the second ability and heal Fossil Stone for 2d6. Okay. For all, uh, that's 11 hit points back to you, Fossil Stone. Because the Arcane Jolt ability lets you either apply an extra 2d6 force damage or restore 2d6 hit points to a creature within 30 feet. Okay. Which is neat. And then for my second attack, is he still alive? He is still standing, yes. Mm-hmm. But just barely. I knew he had looked, he looked hurt before. So I'm going to mm-hmm. hit him again because I'd really rather not be getting hit in the back too. 23. 23 will hit, for sure. For 15 this time, much better. Oh yeah, that's, the, he, he goes down. All right. Whew. Okay, let's see. We'll have a bonus action. For my bonus action, Dolores will step on her turn. Dolores will step forward five feet, and my bonus action will be to command Dolores to attack okay. with her rend ability. Force rend. 24. Uh, that'll hit for sure. For 11 damage. Right. And that's my turn. Great. All right. At the end of your turn, the Lord of Blades is going to use all of his legendary actions for this turn to <laughs> do a blade dash. That's not a that's not a that good does thing. not sound healthy. That no, sound it's, <laughs> it's it's not good for you guys, certainly. He's, he's running um, with scissors. Um, <laughs> Running with scissors, running with scissors. <laughs> and he is going to run down here and sweep past all of you and circle back around to Sprocket and attack you. As he's running by, he is also going to swipe at all three of you there with his blade wings. And do we get attacks of opportunity? You do not with this. No, okay. It's legendary. It is a legendary action. So, Fossil Stone. He's going to take a... And that thing is nasty. Uh, can he, can he attack me without making his wisdom save? I, I guess that's true. He can make, he'll make a wisdom saving throw first. Do what is his wisdom save? Okay. That's a natural 19. So yeah, uh, plus my 9. 17. So I think he's going to hit you. Yes, I think that's Or at least yeah. strike at you. So that's a 20 to hit. Not yeah, natural. Yeah, going to hit. Does 9 points of slashing damage. Okay. Not dead uh, yet. He is also going to strike Dolores. Can uh, Dolores for... use her reaction on this? I'm sorry? Can Dolores use her reaction to impose disadvantage on the blade wing attack on fossil stuff? Sure. Uh, I well, I already did damage the... to him, so yeah, I'm going to say no. You could have. Yeah. That's cool. It'll be better if I use it on the Titan anyway, now that yeah. she's close enough. Yeah. She does get hit, though, as well. Or, uh, that was a 25 to hit for a seven slashing damage to her. One, two, three, four, six, And then seven. a bladed wing attack at disadvantage on Sprocket for, that's a 26 to hit you. Yep. So you'll take some damage there as well. Six slashing damage. And then he is also going to attack you with his adamantine six blade. Does the disadvantage carry over after you get hit or does it like a actual displacer, does it reset at the start of your next turn? It says all attacks. One second, okay. I'll go to the thing. Just to be sure. 
Book of Displacement. <laughs> Appears as though an illusion is sitting next to me, so my actual location or over the top of me, causing any creature to have disadvantage on attack rolls against you. If you take damage, the property ceases to function until the start of your next turn. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. Good call. So I'll just roll once then. Ah. Still rolled crap though, so that is a 17 to hit. Which will miss. Okay, and that is all of his legendary actions for this turn. Fossil <laughs> Stone. Okay, I think. Okay, this is either gonna be amazing or it's gonna be awful, and I'm not. It's gonna be sure. cool either way. I think. So. I'm not sure which. Do? Right. So the first thing that's gonna happen is the homunculi is again. I'm gonna use my bonus action for him to go ahead and cast cure wounds on me because I am down to very few hit points. I now have some more, so that's good. Okay, I'm going to take my movement, and I uh, I have 35 feet of movement, and I think I can, given the shape and the kind of wherewithal of the Titan, believe that with 35, I can run around his perimeter and get here. Any issue sure. with that? Yeah, with, cool. without provoking opportunity. Exactly right. That's my whole goal. I, yeah. I, I definitely do not want to provoke the attack <laughs> opportunity. And then I am, because Mr. Uh, Mr. Lord of Blades there, mm -hmm. to enjoy Thunder Wave so much when he cast it, uh, <laughs> I am also going to cast Thunder Wave and hope that so I'm going to, my box is going to be here. Okay. So, that's so that Sprocket does not need to go ahead and, and make, uh, any saving throws. make a saving throw. Yeah. So I need a, a constitution saving throw. Yep. So, just checking his stats real quick for his con save. So that's a 26. To save. Okay, cool. Yep, that's yep. fine. So let's see. I was casting it at third level anyway. Wow, I actually rolled really well for the damage. I rolled three eights and a five. So Ooh, the nice. damage on that's going to be 15 at half. Or four, uh, so 14 and a half. So he'll take 14 points of damage. But more importantly, he will also be pushed back. He will be pushed back 10 feet away by the spell's effect. So he's, not, okay. he's just not going to so quite make the lightning field, though, is he? We'll yep. get to there. Yeah. Okay. Now, less cool than I hoped, but... I mean, you did some good damage. and Some good damage. Got him away from you. And if we... Yeah. So, I also ran up to him, so that's. Let's see, I've already burned my burner. You have action. his attention now. So I, yes, I do. Exactly. Let's, I guess that is going to be my turn. Okay. For shame. Yeah, you used your bonus action, movement, and yep. action. And I don't have so. any good. I don't have any good reactions. Yeah. Okay. Let's, yeah. Great. And all the soldiers are gone, so that means it is the Titan's turn. Who's gonna smash? You smash. Hammer fist coming down on Sprocket. Yeah, for a twenty-eight. At disadvantage. Dolores will use her reaction to impose disadvantage. Okay, so <laughs> Good that was a 28. Mm, so that is now instead a 22. Which is my armor class. So that does I take it anyway. Yep, so that was... Sorry, it was 8 plus 5. Has Sprocket used his reaction yet? In this turn, I don't think so. I cast shield. Okay. So that will not, and then he will use his act hand then, and miss for an 18. Trying really hard not to get crushed by that big thing. <laughs> That's a good plan. And that is the top of the round. All right. Come on. Oof. All right. Bonus action, fire on... Fire on the Lord of Blades. Deck okay. 16. Dexterity saving throw. 
Yep. Line. Set your close. Okay. So that's a 19 total. All right. So you'll, that's half. And that's going to be 3d8. Okay. 18 total damage. So for half, nine points of damage. Nine damage. All right. Toman is going to move up there. And he is going to. He wants to put a hurt on this guy, so he's and make his life very difficult. So Toman is going to go with a tried and true spell. Seems to have been working quite well. I'm gonna go with shatter, but I'm gonna upcast to third level. Okay. Box doesn't matter. Everybody kept surrounding them. Every time I thought I had an opening, they hit both of them. Everybody else got around it, so I couldn't get both of them. But I'm just going to cast it on the Lord of Blades. I would drop my... Thusly. Okay. Yeah, he's probably going to fail that roll. Let me see what his bonus so, is. So that's a 12. So, yep. yeah. Nice. And that's 48 because of the upcast, so he takes 20 points of damage. Said 4d8, and I thought you said 48, and I was like, Whoa, I know you were upcasting it. Jeez, <laughs> we're only 12th level. What are you up to? Yeah, how is he I, organic or inorganic? He is inorganic, inorganic. Yeah, so I, I gave him disadvantage on the roll already, which is okay. why he failed. Otherwise, he rolled a natural 20 as well on the first, and then the second Ooh. fell, and it was a two. So I was hoping it was vulnerability, I forgot that it was disadvantage. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that damage was twenty points, and <laughs> so you used your bonus action, movement action. Yeah, I'm out. I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Cool. If anyone else can push him at all, get him back <laughs> into the lightning. Except that it's his turn now. He can run into the lightning if he wants. He can ride he the lightning if he wanted to. He could, in fact, See, ride, ride the, the lightning. lightning. I like it. Master Puppets was better album. He's going to step up between you two, and he's going to. Actually, let's see if he can make this wisdom saving throw. What's his wisdom save? What's the DC on that again? 17. 17. 17? He does not. Okay. So he will move up into that space, and instead of doing a charge attack at a fossil stone, he is going to turn around and just unload all of his attacks onto Sprocket. Long cloak. <laughs> so, yeah, first swipe is an 18. Which will miss? Yep, another 18. For the second swipe, and then the shoulder shove with the bladed wings for even less 15. So, this placer cloak is amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's. it's Saved your bacon, that's for sure. And that is the... Oh, no, actually, he's hasted, so he gets one more attack. For a 22. Will hit. Okay. Yep. He was bound to hit on one of them. Like, let's be honest. Yeah, eventually. Like, that's, yeah. I literally, I just need to roll, like, an 11 or higher, so he should have pretty good odds, even with this. This is a new round, so I'm going to cast um, shield again as my reaction. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
Cool. Was, Stop trying to hit me with pointy things. I don't know that sure was the four letter word that Mike wanted to use right then, but Sorry. I appreciate him using his button. Yeah, it's your turn. <laughs> We've yet what to what use kind of armor are you wearing again? A half plate infused with the plus two that I can do because I'm a battlesmith. Got it. And a shield. Okay, it's your turn. Just not sure which one we can drop faster. So he's going to lay into the Lord of Blades again. Okay. I'm hoping that if we drop the Lord of Blades, that maybe the Titan decides he doesn't want to fight anymore. But I don't <laughs> think that's actually the way that's going to work. Well, let's see what happens when I do this. Five, opportunity attack. Ten, fifteen, twenty. Okay. Yeah, the Titan's going to make an opportunity attack with its hammer, but miss. I was hoping. And then attack the Lord of Blades with my hammer. Okay. I hope 24. 24 will hit. For 12 damage. Okay. And I'm going to Arcane Jolt. 11 more points back into Fossil Stone. Okay. So how many more? 11? 11. Awesome. And then make my second attack. Okay. 16. 16 will miss. Will miss. Will miss. And I will command Dolores to rend attack the same individual. Okay. So she will step up five forward, so she's now within five feet of both of them. And rend for a 19. That will miss. Thought it might. Oh, I've totally been forgetting to describe the awesome ways I came up with that I cast my artificer spells. Mm. <laughs> That's part of the flavor. My bad. Yeah, we're just going to have to have folks listen to the actual play that features Sprocket because there's lots <laughs> of flavor in those. That's a, There you go. Nice, uh, nice way to drop the ad for the episode there. Uh, mm. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's good. Sprocket, end of your turn. Your armor gets red hot as oh. the Lord of Blades casts heat metal on your half plate. That's just not friendly. Oh, the karma, Glenn. The karma, Glenn. That is karma. The karma. Uh, so you take nine points of fire damage. I'm sad that this is with me. We're on the same side of the table this time. But this is, I think we're literally at 35 years in the making. Sprocket is now bloody. I want this in one of Lee Wanika's games as the last party member up as he charges us with this knight. Got him to fail of saving throw on hold person. And he's standing there in his full plate, and I cast heat metal and watched him cook. Nice. And yeah. Lee Wanika was heated. Yeah. <laughs> so was his character. <laughs> yeah. I even um, said that. And Lee, Lee Wanika's like, okay, so now what do you do? I'm like, cast heat and metal and watch him cook. It's oh, awful. Do you get a save or anything on that, Glenn? Or just, it's just your armor's not no, hot? Just, just take cool. some damage. Cool. All right. Uh, and, and that, la- and that continues afterwards, right? Yeah. I think he has to, let's see, until the spell ends, you can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause the damage again. So he doesn't have anything else to do with his bonus action, so you know what he's going to be doing. Indeed I do. Yeah. And then it is Fossil Stones. Cool. All right. I am again going to burn my bonus reaction. My homunculi will bound through because homunculus is a small creature anyway so he's going to bound mm-hmm. through the titan land on my shoulder and this time he's going to cast cure wounds at second level instead of first level so it'll be two d8 i wish my d8 there is 
five and five is 10. So that will be 18 points of damage. Good. Okay. I will refer to your homunculi as heal bot. (laughs) Real quick, before we move forward, Sprocket, is Sanctuary a concentration spell? Sanctuary is not surprising. Okay. Okay. Oh. I just wanted to check. I couldn't remember. Yeah, no, that's totally valid because it totally should be. Yeah, he's taken yeah. damage a couple of times since casting it, and I just yeah, thought yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, I was super surprised that it was not. Heroism is, mm-hmm. but Sanctuary is not. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. In theory, uh, I could bu- I could have bubbled all of us a bonus action at a time. I probably should have. <laughs> yeah, you probably should have been. I, I forgot that haste was also concentration. I should have made some concentration checks, but he dropped yep. it, so it's all good. Cool. All right, so I want to. What I really want to do is I want to drop shatter again, but I don't want to hit. Oh, it's only a 10 foot cube. Boy, I can't get both the Lord of Blades and the Titan without getting Dolores, can I? Mm, nope. Nope. No, I cannot. Okay, that's. You know what? That's fine. I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt instead then. So I'm going to cast it at third level. Let's see. And that is a. I need a. So this will be on the Lord of Blades. So oh, actually, saving through, I think. You know what? Actually. So if I move out of the Titan's range because I have Sanctuary, does he still need to make the Wisdom save to see if he can attack an opportunity me? Yeah. Yeah, he does. So I'm going to go ahead and stand there. And I will make him make that wisdom save. Okay. 17. This is wisdom. Yeah, he rolled an 8. Okay, cool. Excellent. He cannot attack you. All right. So then now I will cast Lightning Bolt. And I will, because it's line of fire. So for 100 feet straight ahead. So I need dexterity saves from both of them. DC 16. Okay. So, okay. This load of plates is a plus two. Yeah, that's like the one saving throw that he doesn't have proficiency in, pretty much. So they both fail. Yes. Okay. So that's eight, because I cast that third level. So that's 86 damage. Okay. Uh, sorry. No, actually, even. Yeah, if you It's a third it, level spell. It, 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 it's, no, it's, it's a, a third level spell. Yeah. yeah. Third level spell. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So 86. Oh, I rolled awful for 26 points of damage. Six. The Lord of Blades is looking pretty hurt now. Excellent. And that's I'm gonna really? concentration saving throw for heat metal, which he makes, no problem. Boy, and Flash mm-hmm. of Genius can't can only add, can't it? Because like Sprocket, if you had to make the concentration save, I could go ahead and give you basically a D4 on it, but actually it's a straight plus four. But so not you. It's the what's his reach actually? I think he's got some reach on him. Yeah, he's got 10 feet of reach. Okay. So, Sprocket. Hammer time. <laughs> Dude. Nice. Miss. And the axe coming down at you as well. For a 19, still going to miss. Can't touch this. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, but so many times in his life, he had to make himself impert. Tobin, what's this? Six? Round six. Yeah. Damn. All right. All right. Oof. So Tobin is going to step forth a few feet and into position here. He is then going to cast Shatta in this box. So he gets yep. both of them. 
I yep. was going to say, yeah, perfect. I vacated the space for you. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, um, save 16. Constitution, constitution saving throws? Oh, sorry. Constitution. Yeah, 16. That, okay. At disadvantage. Yeah, so the Warforged Titan will definitely fail that. We rolled a three on the die. So nothing's going to bring it back from that. Lord of Blades rolls a natural one. So they're both going to take some damage. Excellent. I was, however, only casting this at third level. Or I'm sorry, second level. So it's only 3d8. Okay. So what's the damage total then? 18. 18. And then a constitution saving throw, which he passes. And then with the bonus action, he's going to fire on the Lord of Blades. Okay. Deck save versus 16. That's a plus two on that, I think. So that's a... Yeah, 15. So they will fail. And I rolled crappy. That's only going to be eight points of damage. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Still standing, but looking really rough now. Good. And he like is in a frenzy at this point. He is going to, at the end of your turn, use a legendary action to make an attack with his six blade against Sprocket at disadvantage for a 14. On his turn, he will, a bonus action, Heat metal on Sprocket, which is 2d8 for 11 points of fire damage. Just stay up until my turn. He will then make another six blade attack against Sprocket. For a 16, hits on a 22 on the nosing. So, are you going to cast shield? I want to take it. I want to take it and repulsor shield him back into the lightning, but he might drop me. So, I'm going to cast shield. Okay, so that will miss. He so will cool. try to bladed wing swipe down at fossil stone, but he's got to make a wisdom saving throw first, which he passes. Okay. And I only got one first level So... You will then <laughs> try and stab you with his steely knives for a 21. <laughs> so that'll hit. So he can, in um, fact, kill the beast. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? What's the damage for that? Even plus five. So that's an eight slashing damage to you. Okie dokie. Question. So if he hits you with Sanctuary, uh, Glenn, you might need to read the spell real quick. If he hits him, does he have to keep making the save every time he tries to hit him again? Or is he... Word a creature within range. Word a creature first make a wisdom saving throw. Any creature who targets a worded creature with an attack or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw on a failed save. Must choose a new target or lose the attack. This spell does not protect the worded creature from area effects, such as the explosion of a fireball. If the worded creature makes an attack, oh, oh shit. Ah, yeah. Okay. So. I yeah. knew there was something about this. There definitely yeah, was something in there. If the warded yep. creature makes an attack, cast a spell that affects an enemy or deals damage uh, uh, to another creature, the spell, the spell ends. ends. So this so ended probably a while ago. ago. Yeah. yeah. 
Whoops. Our bad. Sorry. It's fine. It wouldn't have altered too much, I don't think. Yeah. So I think maybe one twice. opportunity attack that you would have gotten, but yeah. And the blade. Yeah, from the Titan. Yeah. And the blade zoom. Yep. Yep. Oof. Okay. Let's just say maybe he missed. Yeah, it's fine. I'm not super worried about it. But that is the end of his turn, and Gwen, it is Sprocket's turn. Sprocket is going to cast a third level spell dispel magic to end the heat metal on himself okay heat metal over third level no it's second level okay, i couldn't remember and then his bonus action will be to mandalorus to attack the lord of blades all right get him d baby <laughs> 19 misses though 19 will hit now because he had oh. drop taste oh yeah excellent for seven. Seven damages. That is the end of my turn. Cool. At the end of your turn, he is going to attack your friend. So I can't hit you, but I can hit this guy with that exact noise. Um, <laughs> and he will swipe at you with his adamantine six blade there, fossil stone. And Dolores and, will uh, use her reaction to impose disadvantage on him. Okay. Fifteen. Yes. Meets it beats. Yeah. Damn it. It's all right. All right. I've been healing myself for like three rounds, so I should be okay. <laughs> Plus, Rocket threw a couple heals on you, too. Yeah, and I rolled low on damage, so you'll probably be all right. At least stay standing. So that's seven, eight. Plus five is 13 slashing damage. And seven force damage on top of that for 20 total. 20 total. Cool. Yep. No, I'm good. Still bloodied, but I'm good. And that is his legendary action, part one, and it's your turn. Brilliant. Okay. So, Sprocket, the homunculi jumps from my shoulder to your shoulder, and you feel the healing light of a cure wounds at level two. <laughs> uh, Can I ask you to position the homunculi where he ends up, where he lands? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, yeah, let me... He's he's a small boy. All right, so let's see. That's an eight, and that's a five, so that's thirteen. So twenty-three points of twenty-three. Eight and five is thirteen, and another eight is twenty-one. There we go. Okay, twenty-one points of health for you, my friend. <clears throat> oh, thank you. Math yep. hard. <laughs> that's oh. Hi. That's much better. <laughs> and I am going to use my last third level spell slot to cast Lightning Bolt again. So I need a DC 16 saving throw from the Titan and from the Lord of Blades. For the Titan, 16 on the nose and the Lord of Blades, that is a five. Okay. So the Lord of Blades will take full damage. Titan will get half damage. 31 points. So it's 31 and 15 of lightning damage. How do you want to do this? Much like she did before. So her suit of armor kind of glows with this blue light as this large cannon orifice in the middle of her chest opens up as, as the lightning bolt scorches out of it. And with the Lord of Blades, it dances around all of the weaponry that's gathered around him. And she's, she's twisting and gyrating a little bit to go ahead and make it look all pretty before it just collapses down on him. And then the Titan kind of takes the residual on the side. The Titan is still standing, but looks 
very confused. All right. <laughs> Uncertain we... of what to do. That's but... my action, so. <laughs> yeah. Did you have anything else on your turn? No, that's okay. it for me. Yeah, except for a huge sigh of relief when the Lord of Blades falls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he probably like explodes in a big shower of sparks and blades that just rain out all around you, but you all are able to duck out of the way and miss all of these exploding shrapnel. Can anyone the like Titan... convince the Titan to work with us? <laughs> I don't think so. Um, is there like a, like, a is... cal- like a calm animal spell for um, <laughs> It just saw you also destroy its boss, so not super happy with Somebody you right now. destroyed my boss, I wouldn't be that unhappy. No, maybe the Lord of Blades is like a decent boss, so... Good benefits. Uh, yeah, he's got really great like, match, yeah. benefit package, and the dental for working man. for the Lord of Blades is just really great, which you, you surprisingly do actually need as a Warforged. I don't want to get into it, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But um, that said, he's going to, yeah, he'll make a hammer fist attack down at you there since you just tried to smash his boss for an 18. That'll hit. Yeah. This could be it. So that is five plus eight is 13 plus six bludgeoning damage. So 19. I fall. And with that, Fossil Stone collapses to the ground and Sprocket, a big axe hand swings around trying to chop at you. Oh no! Nice. Finally rolling at the very end of this combat. So that is a 16 plus 9. So that's 25. I'm gonna burn a second level spot to catch you. Sure. Giving me a 27. 27? Okay. Yeah, so then it will miss. You see the big axe hand coming down. You send your magic shield up and it crashes through your magic shield and you block. You manage to block the blow with your physical shield that you got there. And uh, Tobin. Round The Titan seven. is got its back turned to you. It looks um, like it's pretty badly hurt. What are you going to no. do? Force Ballista is going to make its attack first as my okay. bonus action. Yeah. And so that's deck save versus 16. It's an 11. All right. So that's going to be 3d8. Take 16 points of damage. How do you want to do this? Yes. The Force Ballista fires. The Force enters the Titan. It starts to break apart. And Toman says, and I didn't even have to use my fireball. And the back guano that he had in his hand, he puts back in its pouch. (laughs) (laughs) As the Titan falls. Yeah, and the Titan crumples to the ground, the massive weapons of its hands clattering around Sprocket and the fallen Fossil Stone, who, since you all are out of combat now, someone can probably run over and heal. Stand it right by him. I'll give him a second level heal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Congratulations. So, so first of all, Mike, awesome encounter, first of all. <laughs> Absolutely. Amazing. That was a whole lot of fun. I was really nervous rolling artificers because they're not, I mean, again, like they're not known for being like particularly offensive necessarily, but mm-hmm. they, these, this dude was surprisingly effective. Yeah. Our artificers are really good classes. So yeah. I, I was okay with putting some really big and powerful things up against you guys. Sure, yeah. So just to give you a little insight there, Lord of Blades is a CR of 18. 
matched with the Titan, who's a CR of eight, and the soldiers were like CR like three or five or yeah, something. Like yeah, it was a deadly encounter. <laughs> um, that, that, so. As I understand it, that's actually a little over. over oh yeah, it's way over. overkill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish man. we had. I wish we hadn't effed up the sanctuary spell. That's yeah, my I mean, one yeah, regret because that, yeah, that could have probably would have fallen a little that, bit earlier, right? right. And that could have made I, a difference. Yeah. yeah. I, I think yeah. ultimately the, uh, the result would have been pretty much the same. So, yeah, As I, I, I wasn't hurting you all enough to like party wipe. So, yeah, like that was honestly like, I think the bigger thing is that for one, for like, three rounds, you couldn't roll above a five. That yeah, was, it was just that was a really big deal. If I had rolled better, it would have gone yeah. very differently. And, and that displacer cloak, too, was like. Yeah. disadvantage all of so, those attacks against you and he had sanctuary on him so i can't attack you i got a disadvantage yeah. on you and then i just Somebody stayed had I just, gone so yeah and i just stayed at range because i because i figured even though i'm hard to hit because i had a, i actually my infusions went into kind of beefing me up a little bit and my magic items were designed to beef me up adamantine was i'm not taking a critical hit today because <laughs> i tend to be a critical hit suck and uh, they suck yeah and they suck uh, and you- so then it's look, I'm in scale yeah. mail. I can do different things to, to get better, but I take a ring of protection. Now I'm up to 17, just that little shade harder to hit. And uh, that's going to, that's really going to help me out a bit. And, and, and then it was just dancing around. I literally cast the wind wall so it wouldn't come up on me, like mm-hmm. just make it harder for come up on me so I can keep hitting it and maneuvering around yeah. and getting the angles. And once you guys left me some space, then I could drop some damage in there yeah. without really without really harming you guys because yeah. this is not a group of fighters who can take the drop it on me hit. So I'm assuming that you three that you two were like in the same neighborhood that I was in like mid 80s for hit points to start. So maybe exactly. 250 hit points between yeah between the three of us about 250 hit points. So that's yeah. not a lot. <laughs> I'm just in utility though in the artificer class. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. When you yeah. space your specialties out, you can get so many different things out of it. Yep. I, so I actually was on the, super on, the so. on the low end. I had sixty three hit points. Like it wouldn't have taken much for them to yeah, take yeah. me out. So. Yeah, not not much at all. So Again, if I had just been able non- to like roll better, <laughs> this would have gone a lot score. different. But that's, yeah. that's the way. So I did have one, one quick question though with the homunculus. And this is totally just like a rule question because it was going to be my next action. So fossil stone goes down, has zero hit points. I have a first level spell slot available still, and my mm-hmm. homunculus. If I'm incapacitated, my homunculus one of their abilities is to go ahead and they can basically cast one of my touch spells. That's how I was able to go ahead and use them to heal mm-hmm. sprocket and to heal fossil stone. If I'm incapacitated, can they still do that? They're a separate creature from you, so I think yes. Yeah, and when you're down, it's supposed to be able to take any of their spell. actions that they choose. So it's yeah. in their stat block. Yeah, so I it's like so. draining yeah. your spell slot energy essentially, but it's yeah. still able to do all of its yeah. stuff. So cool. Yeah. All right, sweet. That's a groovy. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty neat because that's a nice. I, that's a nice ability to go. That's why I gave them heals because it's like it's only touch spells, and so it's like pretty limited. But like uh, when I kept asking if you needed stuff, Sprocket, it was I could give you guidance. I could. There's a bunch of things that I could do. I had Revivify. If one of us had went gone down, I could use Revivify. Then it's 120 foot range on Revivify, which is fantastic. And so that's you know. Yeah, yeah. So just looking at the stat block for the homunculus, it doesn't specify that you need to be conscious. It just says yeah. it must be within 120 feet yeah. of you. So and I think that's specifically totally fine. says, yeah, the infusion specifically says that if I'm incapacitated, it can do anything on its stat block. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so there you go. Yeah. Cool. That's and having awesome. having yeah. a creature that can use its own reaction and having a cre- having your own uh, a reaction yourself. Yeah, yeah. Really, really, disadvantages really from the battle from Dolores. That was yeah, nice. that yeah, messed yeah. me up as well. So yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah. looking at you, Ranger. 
right? <laughs> right? That's a good model. That's not no. Yeah. So funny how anyway. it worked once. <laughs> yeah, right. So anyway. Mike, uh, tons of fun. Please let our, I, I'm so sure by now people know how to go ahead and find your show if they listen to our yeah, show. Been, but, um, but drop the socials, drop the links. How do people find Yeah, you? yeah, for sure. So you can find me wherever you get your podcasts. Again, 19 Hits the Dragon. I do discussion, interview, conversations with creators from the Tabletop RPG community. I'll be having these lovely gentlemen on in an episode coming up in the not too distant future. And uh, yeah, we put out episodes every two weeks, every Saturday. We got a nice backlog of content to go and check out. Chats that I've actually had Josh and Lewinika on the show before as well, where we designed some pretty devious traps together. Mm, They're so fun. And we've gotten such great feedback, even... Just in the last couple of weeks, we had some really good feedback yeah. on, on, on the trap. Well, yeah. Nice. Uh, Very well, nice. Your wife was complaining about it the other day. So that was. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, uh, yeah, she yeah. was talking about the one that Lee, uh, Lee Winika made. Yeah, I, I ran yeah, the plant for trap, our party yeah. shortly after we recorded and launched that episode. Actually, I don't speak for myself as being able to give great advice, but I have a lot of guests on the give great advice. So go check out the show. If you want to get at me on Twitter, you can reach me at 19 hits the dragon. That's the number 19 hits the dragon. Awesome. And uh, yeah, that's it. We don't do like Instagram or Facebook or anything like yeah. that. Mike, thank you so very much for coming on here. On this coming Saturday's show, we are finally going to be cracking into Monsters of the Multiverse. It is finally here. It's the ep- that episode has continued to get pushed back because other cool stuff just keeps coming up in front of it. And then the next week- pushed it back. That's yeah, that's what you pushed it back. We just followed suit. It's true. And then next <laughs> Tuesday starts our actual play with Mike from the RPG Academy of his game Action 12 Cinema. So that will be a good time. We're actually uh, sitting down to go ahead and record that uh, this coming Sunday. So that'll be uh, looking forward to that. That'll be fun. Yeah, that should be uh, a lot of fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm looking thank you. Forward for, to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really good. If you like like cheesy B movie like film reel, this is the, Action 12 Cinema is the game for you. Cobra. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Thank you so very much, everybody out there, for checking this out. Uh, thanks again, Mike, for running our Eberron scenario. Really Thank you for this. having me on. This was so a lot much of fun. I yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you again next week. See yeah. you, everybody. Have a good night. When all else fails, jump on that lightning rail. Or throw the bad guy in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> good night. Yeah. Yes. This, that was huge. Okay. Sorry. Okay. I know I just said goodbye, but reason why I was asking if you could go ahead and push him back because the other spell that I had prepared explicitly for this, I wish I'd used it before, is web. If you pushed oh, him back him into the in light, there, yeah. could have got stuck in there and then we wouldn't have had to worry about him anymore. But <laughs> right. I was going to run up on him and hit snare so he'd be stuck yeah, too. So exactly. I had, right. I, I had that same yeah. thought. I was, but <laughs> he, he was gone. He was not yeah. letting that happen. He was not letting that happen. No. <laughs> so, nope. All right. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. Take care. Thank you for joining us. This has been Tabletop Journeys. We would love to hear your feedback on our show today. Join us at www.ttjourneys.com, where you can subscribe to the blog to leave comments and see all the content that we publish beyond the podcast. You can also stay in touch by subscribing to our Twitter, at TT Journeys, by joining our Facebook group, Tabletop Journeys, or by sending an email directly to podcast at ttjourneys.com. And remember, if you want early access to all of our episodes, a chance to drop dice with your favorite hosts, and maybe even appear in one of our actual plays, you can join our Patreon to help support the show at patreon.com forward slash ttjourneys. You're listening to us on Stitcher, iTunes, Podchaser, Spotify, or Audible. We would appreciate it if you would like and subscribe to the podcast on that platform. Full episodes come out every week on Saturdays, and every Tuesday features our actual play episodes. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our growing community.
And in the words of another traveler along our path, we bid you shade and sweet water. <laughs>